911, what's the nature of your emergency? Welcome back to the Tactical Living Podcast. I'm your host, Ashley Walton. And in today's episode, I wanted to link in our latest live that we did in our Police, Fire, Military, and Families Facebook group. If you haven't already, go ahead and go to Facebook, search the name, request access. We'd love to see you in there. Good morning, Police, Fire, Military, and Families. It is Tuesday and freezing cold here in Southern California, although I probably shouldn't complain. (laughs) because this man I'm sitting in front of is giggling because he's in Canada. (laughs) And he's also giggling because we've had like some technical issues before we hopped on just now. (laughs) So now we're on and we're live. And Mr. Adam, I'm so honored to introduce you into our group. Um, Adam and I were able to connect through essentially our podcasts. And it's actually pretty ironic because our podcast names are so similar, and we'll get into that in a second. But Mr. Adam Kanakin, I just want to thank you, and we're so happy to have you here. And if you could just share a little bit with the group about your background. Sure. Well, thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. Uh, Real simply, my background has always been in the security, law enforcement, military field. Um, I started off in securities and defensive tactics training back in 2006, Uh, joined the forces in 2009 as a reg force infantry officer, Uh, did that for approximately six years, not all full time. I was actually injured in training, Uh, suffered a pretty significant back injury and um, ended up releasing, not medically, uh, and just continued a career doing instruction and training for law enforcement. So that's kind of what brought me to uh, to this and what I'm doing now. Cool. Yeah, we thank you for your service and we're so sorry about your injury. How are you doing now? Good. I mean, there's uh, permanent nerve damage. So, I mean, I wake up a little sore in the morning, but I mean, it is what it is. Nothing I can't handle. Cool. So I'm so curious because you have a podcast called Tactical Breakdown and ours is Tactical Living. And I just thought it was so cool because not only are the names so similar, but you and I started our shows three days apart from one another, which blows my mind a little bit. <laughs> yeah, it's it's amazing. This podcast industry, especially in this field, seems to have taken off just in this last year. So, I mean, there was always those standouts from, you know, I think there was a couple that started maybe four or five years ago. Um, a lot that have faded out that you haven't seen a new episode in since 17, 18. Um, and essentially I decided to start ours because it was a, it was a way for to me to get training and information out to the, uh, the frontline officers. So. So what kind of training is that that you talk about on your show? And we're going to get into some of the more intense things and exciting things that you have actually kicking off starting tomorrow and then at the end of the month. But before we get to that, what what are some of those topics and trainings that you try to teach on your show? Sure. Well, I'll start with the initial plan for the podcast, which didn't happen. So initially, the, the premise of the podcast was to have a a cadre of instructors that we're going to talk about real tactical uh, issues and training and, and different things when you're in the field. So uh, it 
we realized real quickly that when you're having a conversation that's audio only, it's really hard to explain to somebody, here's how you um, set breaching charges on a door for a dynamic entry. It doesn't really translate. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so we're sitting there or, or here's how to, uh, you know, do a certain uh, combat technique or defensive tactics technique. So, so a lot of like sweating via audio. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so we ended up switching the premise a little bit right off the hop and taking it more broad, um, talking about developing out training programs. Um, and we switched real quickly to into mental health. Um, I didn't realize that almost every conversation that I had some way or form trailed back into the officer mental health aspect whether that's for the officers um, active veteran or military or first responders so we talk about everything i've had guys on and girls on that we talk about um, firearms defensive tax use of force uh, mental health uh, critical incident response public order policing community policing um, I had a gentleman, Brian Ward on from New Zealand. Um, so we've gone completely international and uh, it's just, it's just a whole different take on training. The idea is to bridge the gap between agencies. So one of the problems that we've identified with the training is that agencies are very insular. So they don't want instructors or other people to kind of share what they're doing and it sucks because you know there may be an agency or a team in california that develops a new tactic that is extremely effective by the time that rolls out to the east coast or up to canada or overseas to the uk it could be months years or never and um, the idea was to open up a platform that instructors, if you're military, law enforcement, first response, it's an open dialogue. There isn't any of that red tape and we can have real and frank discussions about what's working and what isn't working in training right now, what we can do better. Cool. Yeah, I, I love that, Adam. So in the last now almost nine months of, you know, finding that balance and then rediscovering what the alignment is for the show, what would you say is some of the most useful information that you've learned from somebody else? Oh, that's a hard question. <laughs> um, every every conversation that I have, I usually try to pull something out of uh, and there always is. It's really interesting because I think like you, I don't pre like i don't set out a question list for our interviews it's essentially i reach out to somebody who's going to be on the show and we pick a topic usually they're an expert in one or two things uh, maybe it's something that's relevant right now or something they have some something that's actionable that they want to share and we'll pick the topic and we'll just start talking Mm -hmm. And we usually go down the rabbit hole and totally veer off and never finish our, our initial thought. But, you know, as far as information that I get during these shows, it, it's I couldn't name just one thing. Um, 
the one that stands out to me the most right now, um, I had an interview with Dr. Robert Perkins out of California. Um, he's a psychophysiologist and our discussion was all about PTSD. And when I did the interview with him was in July. I don't think we rolled it out to August uh, or September. But when we did our interview at the time, he had told me that line of duty uh, deaths was much less than the suicide rate uh, for law enforcement officers. At the time of the interview, it was, uh, I think, 101 officers, and that was halfway through the year. And I think now that the numbers have rolled out, I think we're over 200 for 2019. So it was... It took me back when we were talking about it in the interview. You'll see like there's like a there's a big dead space because I just stopped. I couldn't I couldn't really think for a second. And um, that one hit home for me when I first joined my reserve military unit as platoon commander. Um, a few months in, we I had one of my sergeants take his own life. And that was a very traumatic experience, not only for the unit, but as a junior officer, that's very, very difficult to deal with. So all those emotions and all those thoughts came flooding back during that conversation. And I think that one really stuck out to me. And it's the, one of the ones that I've gotten the most feedback from uh, with our listeners. Um, I've had people reach out. Thank you for putting this out there. Um, a lot of the stuff that he talks about on the psychophysiological side is tools and techniques to help people that are in crisis or have uh, post-traumatic stress in it's a non uh, chemical way mm -hmm. to deal with the um, to deal with that stress so yeah yeah that's awesome I'll definitely I've, I've listened to a few of your shows but I'll have to go back and check that one out and um, you, you talking about this, this interconnection between the tactical information and the resources available from agency to agency, it, it brings up something for me because my husband, Clint, he's a police officer mm -hmm. and they had launched, um, I guess you can call it a campaign to where they posed as transients and they were holding signs on the corner of the streets and the signs read something along the lines of, I'm not homeless, I'm just looking for people violating the cell phone law, like driving with their cell phone, it's illegal here in California. And so that tactic alone, it made like national headlines and a lot of agencies came to like seek out counsel and like tell us what you did and what the benefits were from it. And I think that it's a great idea to have that sharing of information because I would imagine living in Canada and then living in California, the tactics are completely different. And what you're exposed to also changes you know, the reality of those tactics and why they're in place. So what do you see so in terms of some of the, the potential problems when it comes to sharing those resources? As far as problems, usually it comes to the point where the person that's coming on the show has their hands tied a bit if they're active duty. Mm -hmm. If they're if they're retired, then we have zero issue talking about whatever we want. But if I've had a lot of guys on the show that are that are currently serving or active duty members, um, and we have to take special precautions to make sure that uh, that people know that they're not speaking for their agency, that uh, nothing goes out live. So unlike this show right now. Um, we're, we don't put anything out live for the regular interviews. 
for the simple fact that, you know, when you're having a conversation with somebody, sometimes something may slip mm-hmm. and there has to be a fail safe built in so that in case something gets mentioned um, that shouldn't be, we're able to edit it out. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Having that filter in place, especially with organic conversations like this, for everybody that that's watching this right now, Adam, I called him a diva. I've never met this guy before in person <laughs> until this morning, but I can tell how important it is for you to make sure that you're you're showcasing your message in in the the utmost professional way because Adam was like going from room to room, getting the right headphones, adjusting all of the sound. He literally said, Ashley, hold on, I have to dim my lighting before I click to that live button on here. Yeah, hey, where's my thing? Yeah, check it out. Huh? Huh? Ah, look at you, fancy. <laughs> but I, I love your passion, Adam, and I think it's so inspiring. And I just wonder what on the back end of bringing in these different individuals to consume this different information and have this exchange has surprised you the most? I guess the amount of buy-in it when I started this podcast, it was a pretty very simple reason. I love teaching. I love training. And my wife, if you ask her, says I talk way too much. So the podcast was a natural transition for me. And what I was able to do was essentially take my passion for teaching and sharing information and put it out there for everybody. Um, but I didn't expect the amount of feedback and, like I said, buy-in or just a response from this community when, you know, I'm getting emails and messages and people are like, you know, holy crap, I can't believe somebody's actually doing this because we're a little bit different, I guess, than the rest of the law enforcement type podcasts in that ours is specifically for instructors and trainers that's kind of our target audience Mm -hmm. (laughs) i'm having a stroke target (laughs) audience and uh (laughs) so it's a little bit different and i'm lucky that in my career i've been able to associate with and develop a uh, a group of some of the top instructors in the world that I can reach out to, you know, um, you know, guys like Tony Blauer or Chris Butler or John Bostain, Brian Willis, uh, guys that I can literally just call on the cell phone and be like, hey, man, what are you doing this week? You want to jump on a call? A lot of people don't have that. And the purpose of this show is to give people that access. So just because you're an officer in maybe, you know, Texas or Florida or New York, you know, Ohio. If people don't have access to the instructors and the information, they have to rely on what's given to them. Mm-hmm. And and again, going back to that interagency red tape, a lot of people and a lot of officers, I mean, your husband will say the same thing. I know I don't know how it is in the U.S., or how it is different from Canada or the other Commonwealth countries. But we've found that officers usually have to go out on their own time, spend their own money to get that additional training to where they feel comfortable to do the job. And if that's the case, you know, we can beat our heads against the wall day all day long for 
years on end. We're not going to change the opinions and the mindset of the organizations, of the higher ups, making the budget decisions on training. So we have to do something internally or externally from the agency to allow people access to the training that they need. So for this podcast, what I've gotten back from it is I've basically turned into, uh, I guess, a mediary where I have somebody reaching out saying, hey, you did this podcast with so-and-so. Can you please put me in touch with them? We'd love to bring them in to our agency to do some training or whatever it is. And, and that's the best, I, I guess, for me, that was the whole purpose in the, in the first place. So the fact that people are already doing that, it, it means I've already won. So. Yeah, yeah, that's inspiring. And we have a thank you from Inching Ohio because um, they've lost a lot <laughs> of officers there in this past yes, year. Yeah. So, yeah, that's awesome. So, Adam, what do you envision for your podcast in terms of growth over the next, let's just say, for the rest of, of this year for 2020? Well, that's a long year. We just started. Uh, 2020, I, I'm really looking to take this thing as a full-time endeavor. Um, I did it part-time, not even part-time, casually, uh, all of 2019. And because we've gotten such amazing feedback, we've decided to really double down this year. And by we, I mean, I mean me. Uh, it's a team of one. <laughs> just group speak. I don't know. Uh, so one of the things I did was I reached out to conferences of organizations that I trust and respect, and I'm going to be actually going down to the conferences, doing live video shows, um, setting up, talking with the speakers, uh, the vendors and the attendees of the conferences. And these are all military and law enforcement based conferences. So, for example, in March, we're going to ILEDA, which is the International Law Enforcement Educators and Trainers Association. I've been involved with them since 2011, uh, but it's a thousand of the top law enforcement instructors in the world. So we're going to be going down there. We have a booth set up. We're going to be talking and uh, doing podcasts there. So we have six conferences lined up so far in Canada and the U.S., and um, and then we have this new series that we're rolling out every month, and it's going to be a live broadcast. It's called the Instructors Roundtable. So we've taken the concept of bringing people into training to a totally different level. As instructors, you know, when we do an instructor trainer course, we get 95% of that. 95% of the most actionable information after the course, sitting down, having a beer where you're sitting there just shooting the shit and somebody says something that sparks a conversation that changes the way you do your training. So what I wanted to do was create that environment for everyone using the best instructors in the world. So on the 30th of January is going to be our first one. It's going to roll out live on Facebook, on YouTube, and on the website. And essentially what it is, is we have four of the top use of force, defensive tactics, instructors, and experts uh, in, in North America. So we have Tony Blauer. We have John Boss Dane from Florida. We have Scott Savage from California and Chris Butler 
from up here in Calgary. So we got a we've we've gone coast to coast and uh, hit both Canada and the U.S. And the idea is to be an open forum panel discussion on use of force where anybody can join in and and ask questions. So for our friends in Ohio, they, they can jump on, watch the live broadcast and actually submit questions to these guys and they have direct access to them. That's so, awesome. So yeah, it's 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 a little different. I don't think anyone's ever done it. Um, and one of the things that we're adding to it to make it more of an evergreen type content, if an agency or an officer wants to use it, is if there's anything that's referenced on that live broadcast, whether it be a policy or procedure, you know, if we're talking about maybe a, a use of force chart or continuum, if we're showing a technique or we're talking about certain systems or whatever, we're going to have a downloadable PDF document that can be used as reference. Mm. So in case somebody doesn't understand the context of the conversation, they're able to ha have the reference material there with them to kind of follow along. So that's also something that we're doing with it to make it more of an educational style uh, broadcast but it is going out live and then uh, obviously going to be on replay on youtube on our youtube channel and then it's going to go out in audio format on our podcast so do you know um, adam what time it's going to be yet on the 30th it'll be at 1800 okay. central time perfect so right now with daylight savings not being there you're looking at uh, 1700 on the west coast and 1900 on the east coast nice nice um, Ashley, this group has helped out a lot. A lot of us, I truly believe. I have told you some things that I really never talked about. Keep up the amazing work that you are doing. Thank you. That means so much to me. Um, now, Adam, before we wrap this up, you juggle a full-time job, full-time podcast, three kids and a wife. How do you do it? Uh, coffee. <laughs> That's an answer my husband would have given. Yeah. I mean... I have I have three under three, and uh, that's my own doing. But the it's it's interesting. It's a it's a new challenge every day, and to to juggle things like this. I mean, for me, a seven thirty in the morning call is is easy. I've been getting up at like five a.m. for the last three years with the kids, so uh, that's okay. But learning that work life balance. Um, on doing something that you enjoy, I found is really important. Um, I had a I had a conversation with a friend of mine, Grant Ellsworth, with Honey Badger Alliance. He just rolled out a new short term podcast that's called Trial and Triumph. Mm -hmm. And essentially, in our conversation, I had mentioned to him that sometimes you have to put you first. Um, and and that's it kind of flies in the face of what a lot of people say you know they always say put your put your partner first you know put your kids first you know responsibilities being a former infantry officer you know when we go through training you understand that if i go down and i'm out of the fight that's it like i'm there to protect everybody else i have to be good and every decision I make is for the benefit of my platoon or in this case, my family, but I still have to look after myself. 
And this podcast was a way for me to do something that it allowed me to get rid of my stress, to do something that I could sit down, have a conversation with somebody like yourself and and have that getaway and do something that I enjoy doing. I could sit here and talk to people all day. That's my thing. And, you know, when I talked with him, that was the one thing that came out was I've I found that. I'm doing by doing something for me, I'm able to devote more time, energy into my wife, into my kids, and it's it's worked out better. So, yeah, so this is where I'd be shooting fireworks off behind you right now because it, it's so important to pour into yourself first. And I think a lot of us have a difficult time with conceptualizing the fact that we need to be selfish before we can be selfless. And if we don't learn how to find ways and mediums like you have with your podcast, which I'm sure your wife appreciates because you're probably not talking her ear off as much anymore. <laughs> you know, it's it's so important to have that outlet and to have those things that do gratify you and that, that make you feel full so that you have more to pour into other people. So thank you for sharing that. And Adam, before we wrap this up, I know you have a giveaway that's starting tomorrow and I'm super excited for you to tell us about it. Sure. Yeah. Well, like I said, the podcast took off and we've actually wrangled up some sponsors for, for this year. Um, LA police gear, which is a website that most people are familiar with in Canada and the U S um, they've graciously sponsored us and are helping us do a gear giveaway to officers, military members, and first responders. Uh, so what we're going to be doing is every month we're doing a gear giveaway. Um, I haven't titled it yet. Uh, it'll be something like hero of the month or something like that. But essentially, uh, either yourself or you can nominate somebody else for this giveaway uh, simply by subscribing to the podcast. We're going to run it on a uh, program called Gleam, which is a competition style giveaway. So it'll allow you multiple entries. So if you know, subscribe to the podcast, give us your email, you know, follow on Facebook or Instagram, each one will give you uh, a certain number of entries. So there's lots of ways to win. And we're going to be rolling one out every month. Um, and right now it's going to be about six to $700 value each month. Do we so, know what it is? So the gear bag is going to be a uh, tactical backpack, backpack, hydration bladder, uh, knife, uh, survival system. Uh, geez, there's a lot of stuff in there. Uh, socks. It's, it's all universal tactical equipment, essentially, uh, that anybody, to, doesn't matter if you're a first responder, law enforcement, military, you're going to find everything in there useful. Um, I'm going to actually do a promo video. Uh, they're sending me some. They're in the mail right now. Once those are out, I'm going to do a little promo video. I'm going to show everybody what's in there. And speaking of Tony Blauer that I did earlier, uh, he's also going to give each winner every month access to his uh, online training programs um, which is again like a two to three hundred dollar value so pretty significant for a monthly giveaway uh, and then at the end of the year we're going to do a, a, a kind of a winner take all uh, grand prize giveaway um, which is going to be pretty huge so cool. really excited about it and I hope everybody gets a chance to uh, enter the enter the giveaway or enter your uh, your friend or loved one and uh, let's see what happens
Yeah, and I love that you're allowing um, first responders and military service members to sponsor somebody else because we know how humble they often are. And a lot of times they they wouldn't deliberately sign up for something like that, although I definitely think that they should. So um, I'm going to just go through these comments really quick and we'll wrap it up. Selfish before selfless. Well said. Thanking you both for your visions. Absolutely. High five, Adam. You got that right, bud. That's the way I go day by day myself, helping people that I don't know they need help. Um, being a chat buddy. LA Police Gear rocks. Cool. So Adam, thank you so much. I'm going to actually link both your podcast. Um, I'm going to link the round table and then also the giveaway down if that's okay. I'll, I'll go ahead and I'll hop off here and put it in the comments below if that's okay with you. Yeah, absolutely. The, uh, the contest link isn't live just yet. Uh, it'll go up tomorrow, but I mean, people I'll can put it there and people that can one out. Tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And then one more question that we'll tie it up here, but how can people get a hold of you? Real simply, if you go to the, the breakdown.ca, CA, because we're up here in Canada. So the breakdown.ca is our website. Uh, there's a contact page. You can reach out to me directly or on any of our social media platforms. It's at tactical podcast and uh, feel free to shoot me a message. Um, I get all of them personally, so I'm happy to chat with anybody at any time. Beautiful. Adam, thank you so much for sharing your morning with us. Thank you for having me. See you next time. All right. Bye-bye.